0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to UGA Sports Rumors versus Facts. I am Blaine Gilmer here with my co-host, national recruiting analyst, Jed May. We're coming off a very, very uh talent-laden rivals camp in the Atlanta area uh, and also a big first weekend of official visits these late may official visits jed so uh you know did you get as sunburned as i did out at the out at the rivals camp
1: uh not really sunburned but i do i'm working on a nice uh watch tan line now i've always wanted. i've never been a watch guy until about a year ago i got an apple watch so i'm finally like working on a watch tan line so uh really excited to see how that develops over the rest of the summer
0: yeah so now, now that's what i'm saying you got to stay committed to it now you know you can't you can't back out and the watch or watch will fade away we got to keep that perma watch on your on your wrist there throughout the summer because i know jed uh, jed with his his uh new role here with uh, not only uga sports but with rivals is going to be everywhere you're going to see him at seven on sevens all this kind of stuff he's going to be putting the miles on the on the vehicle and uh, and and going around different places he's he's trying to get that when we go on a on a trip New Orleans, Las Vegas, wherever he's trying to get like Roddy to upgrade him to that suite, you know, like mm-hmm. like stay in the executive suite or something. Yeah. Like that.
1: Last year when we went to Indianapolis, I had to share a hotel room with Dash, and Roddy got his own room. So now, like, if George makes a playoff next year, I'm trying to like I'm trying to flip that, get my own room, and have Roddy and Dash
0: share. So yeah, hey, you know that's the goal. Cool. Don't know if that's going to work out for you, but you can always hope. You can always hope. Uh, no, but guys, we appreciate everybody being on here as always. Every Monday, we come live to you on the UGA Sports U- YouTube channel. How about the UGA Sports YouTube channel hitting 27,000 subs? So thank you to everyone out there. It's been. Uh, now I believe officially the the largest Georgia outlet on on YouTube. So it's uh it's kind of kind of crazy how much uh, it's grown throughout this this last six eight months. So appreciate everybody doing that. And if you don't hit that subscribe button, we really appreciate it. Go ahead and throw us a like while you're in here. We're gonna be reading YouTube comments tonight. Vault questions. We're gonna be talking about the official visits of Jaden Wayne, who I just got off the phone with. Uh, also Monroe Freeling um who else was here Uh, Deshaun Womack was there was there as well Grayson Pup Howard that was not an official uh I believe I believe um Jed when we were talking to Sammy Brown he even mentioned that uh there may be an official for Grayson Pup Howard coming up uh I think June 17th through 19th
1: yeah either second or third weekend of June I think is what Sammy said and that's a guy that He's a uh, he's a little on the hard side to uh, get in touch with, but it seems like he he really loves Georgia. Just when you look at his social media, and he, he pops is one of those guys like Trent talks about these guys that pop up in Athens all the time. Quote, Grayson Howard one of those guys.
0: Quote, "I'd be stupid not to," is what is it was what his yeah. caption said with a hashtag Go Dogs on it. So that is what uh Grayson Grayson Howard thought and. I was talking in a, in a circle like if a guy puts out a top five and Georgia's in it and he has a middle name, the middle nickname of Pup, and there's Georgia there. I mean, how there you see nil opportunities, t-shirts, everything. I think I think that would he may be stupid not to. You know that that would be he, he's he's maybe a self-fulfilling prophecy if he doesn't end up going to, to Georgia there. So Glenn Schumann, Putting in work on that one, and of course, spending time with Sammy Brown on the annual uh, on the annual scavenger hunt. So, Jed, uh, while I kind of share this out to social media and everything like that, go ahead and tell people, you know, what the scavenger hunt's all about, what they kind of do, all that kind of stuff that you've learned and gleaned from your conversations with these recruits.
1: Yeah, so it's a thing where basically it's it's a day that. It, it seems like it's for recruits to get to know the campus a little bit more and spend time with the coaches outside of looking at film or or sitting in the stands watching a game. Um, when I talked to Sammy Brown, he said there was a karaoke um, round, spot, whatever. There was a name that movie round. And then every group, I think the, the recruits are broken up into position groups. So Sammy Brown and Pup Howard uh, with Glenn Schumann, um, Jaden Wayne, those guys with Chidero Chider Uzodribe, and on and on. Um, every group eventually ends up finding Kirby smart and taking a picture with him. So Sammy Brown, in his his case, inside linebackers had to, their trivia question was where did Kirby smart get his degree from or something like that. So they go to Terry college of business on George's campus, boom, Kirby smarts there and they get a picture. Um, So it's one of those um, George ends up with a cookout every summer too. And and the scavenger hunts, one of those sort of marquee events of the summer where, they bring in a lot of top targets guys that are basically from our perspective, if a guy is here at the scavenger hunt, he's a guy that, Oh, George is really interested in. We need to keep an eye on like Sammy Brown, uh, Jared Gibson, the running back was there. Um, uh, Sean Womack, Jane Wayne, um, Jane Davis, the quarterback, a uh, number one quarterback, I believe, uh, in Dan, did you say right Daniel,
0: Daniel Calhoun already
1: Daniel Calhoun. One of the, I think, believe the top offensive tackle for 24. So guys like that, and it's a chance for those guys, to uh, get to know those coaches. I mean, especially in Daniel Calhoun's case with, with Stacey Searles just coming over and starting in Athens. So yeah, it's, it's one of those marquee um, recruiting events of the summer it held a little, I believe it was toward the end of June last year. So it's a little earlier um, on the calendar this year, but, um, but yeah.
0: Yeah. If, if you're at the scavenger hunt or you are at the dog days of summer cookout event, or you're on the first weekend of official visits, you are a major priority for this just judging off the, the, the pattern that has occurred over the last few few years of Georgia recruiting. So and that couldn't be more true with what's coming up. It was announced uh, just going into the over the weekend that that Arch Manning will be in town June 3rd through fifth, along with Justice Haynes, uh, along with Pierce Spurlin uh, hearing whispers that TJ Shanahan, they make his way into Athens uh, for that weekend as well. Caleb Downs will be there. So these are the the blue chip guys, Jed. This, this, is, this is looking to be a huge uh, first weekend in June official visits. But before we get to that, we do have to kind of break down. You mentioned some of these guys in the scavenger hunt deal. There's two edge rushers that took official edge defenders that took official visits to Athens and Jaden Wayne and Deshaun Womack that Georgia uh, really, really wants. And and before we get into kind of how those specifically went, Jed, we've talked about it for weeks now. uh, uh, Chadero, Chidera Uzo Deribe has a specific body type that he seems to be going, going by. I mean, arms that, that go for days, that six foot four to six foot six frame. Both of these guys fit in that. And we're also going to talk about some other guys that fit that frame later in the show, but it just kind of stays on uh, par for the course with what Uzo Deribe has been doing on the trail right now.
1: Right. And we saw another one of those guys on Saturday in KB on Henderson, a 24 guy out of Alabama, same thing, really long, athletic, um, you know, rangy on the edge. So yeah, Jaden Wayne is a guy that we, we've we all heard about for a long time. He went to, I believe, Charleston Southern last year. He came for G-Day. Now he's back again for an official. Deshaun Womack is a guy that's a little uh, lesser – not lesser talented, but I guess lesser known um, nationally. But like you said, another one of those guys that Chudere uzo Daribe loves in terms of body type and and all that kind of stuff. And, and it, I mean, it looks like the, the picture he posted on um, – I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram, but he, it looks like he had a whole bunch of people uh, down in Athens with him, a bunch of family members. So, um, yeah, Georgia's um, Georgia's right there in it. They've got a good shot with Womack and uh, and Wayne, of course, too.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna pull up the uh, the the Instagram post and put it up here in a minute because I know Georgia fans will want to go uh, uh, see see Deshaun Womack's uh, Instagram and uh, even even follow the young man. You know, that's how you keep up with a lot of these guys he, now, Jed if it's not on Instagram, it's not, it's not official, you know, like Instagram, Twitter, all that is, is kind of where these kids uh, operate now. And uh, Deshaun's actually a good, a good follow on, uh, on Instagram, puts a lot of content up and, and uh, things of that nature. So um, we'll put, we'll put that up here in just a minute. But as far as uh, Deshaun Womack, he comes from St. Francis, uh, St. Francis Academy up in the uh, Baltimore area up there where is the, which is the same school that Jamon Dumas Johnson came from that is now going to be a kind of the right there de facto heart and soul of that Georgia defense with Nicobe Dean and Quay Walker and Channing Tindall all moving on uh, Jamon Dumas Johnson had some some flash moments last year uh, in fact but I mean when it when it comes down to it you know familiarity with a school is a big deal. And Uzo Derebe is, is I'm sure, gonna be leaning on that connection with uh, Jamon Dumas Johnson and, and the familiarity there. But D- Deshaun Womack, when you look at him, it's just the length of this young man. I mean, people were uh, making references to Stretch Armstrong with his selfie that he took at the, uh, I mean, the, the arms go on for days. So uh, it is it is definitely fits that mold. I just got off the phone with Jaden Wayne, uh, who is one of the top prospects in the entire country, um, Jed. Regardless of position, not just edge defender, but he's in, the, I believe, it rivals top ten prospect in the class of 2023. A five star out of Tacoma, Washington, and he just said that every time he goes to Athens, it gets to be a, a stronger family feel. Um, also said that this is this is the the visit that, with it being his official, where he really got a chance to sit down with with Kirby and kind of go over that their plan for, for him, if he were to come to Georgia, obviously got to see and, and analyze all the, the earnings that the the guys made in the NFL draft. Uh, this this not only this past year, but several other years from, from UGA. So there's a lot, a lot uh, going on that. Well, I'll have a full article on that coming out on uh, Jaden Wayne's visit, uh, have that out tomorrow, but he, you know, He's really building. He was getting mainly recruited by Dan Lanning, had a little bit of a lull. He said uh Chidero Uzo Daribe really revitalized his recruitment with Georgia. Uzo Daribe is only about, you know, ten years older than this kid. So I mean, uh, he they're they're very relatable um and 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 talk a lot. So and Glenn Schumann, all these guys really, really involved here in in the recruitment of Jaden Wayne. So you know, that would be a huge, huge bolster to the – and here we're, here we're joined by Mr. Trent Smallwood. Trent, welcome in, man. Hey. hey. So, we're just talking about Jaden Wayne. I, I told Jed to just got off the phone with him before the show. And, uh, you know, anytime you can have a top 10 recruit in the entire class of 2023 uh, on campus, I mean, that, that's a huge deal. And uh, we were talking about the relatability of Uzo Derube being such a young – Young coach, uh, they're at his position now and kind of having taken over the lead recruitment for Dan Lanning. But I mean, it seems like, uh, you know, with Alabama is going to be there late in the year in, in this one, uh, he's going to save an official sometime for them. Um, he's going to take some to, to one to Miami, LSU, and Oregon this summer. Could, could take a return visit on an unofficial basis to Georgia for a game this fall, but he just seems to keep showing up in Athens. So as long as that's going on and if this thing drives to December, I mean, you got to feel like The dogs are right in there with this one.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think the key is, in this is like you said, getting him back on campus because he's going to have, you know, three or four other visits to, to kind of take the, um, I get the excitement off this Georgia visit and uh, uh, you know, I guess, you know, some, be some negative recruiting going on, but uh uh, he'll have some uh, uh, of those visits, but the key is getting him back on uh, campus for unofficial visit and kind of keeping that momentum in Georgia's favor uh, in, in that department.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So we had, had him and also Jed, the, the, the other official visit was Monroe Freeling. And, you know, you've kind of kept up with, with the recruitment of Monroe, Stacy Searles trying to build a, build a connection there. And uh, I mean, you know, Stacy Searle's still trying to get his uh, bearings, I think, from from you know taking over the recruitment class when he did. But uh, Monroe Freeling is a guy that they've targeted for quite a while.
1: Yeah, and I think Monroe is is somewhat unique because he had an, a relationship with Searles going by North Carolina. But he also has a very strong relationship with Eddie Gordon, who's a guy that when you talk to these offensive line recruits, that's a guy that's brought up a lot, the offensive line graduate assistant. Um, Blaine, we talked to Cam Pringle uh, at that camp in Charlotte, he mentioned Eddie Gordon as a guy he talks to a lot. So, um, he's a guy that was involved in these guys' recruitments anyway, but I think Eddie Gordon needs to be commended for the job he did sort of keeping these guys um, I don't, on, on the rails. That's not a good word, but just keeping contact with these guys while Searles has gotten his bearings. So, um, yeah, Monroe was here for an official this weekend, and, and you know, Notre Dame is there, North Carolina is still there. Um, you know, Clemson, I believe, is in there, so – uh, but, yeah, it, it's the fact that they George has been able to build the relationship up well enough uh, to get him on campus for an official even is is definitely a good sign as they'd like to try to add to that offensive line class.
0: That offensive line class is a little bit uh, – has a little bit of mystique to it. You know, they got Bo, Bo Hewley there. They got uh, Raquez McKeldry, who we saw at the Rivals Atlanta camp. But – Really, uh, you know, men Sanker, of course, is right there in there where they're, Georgia's competing. But he was sporting the, the Louisville Sox uh, there at the camp. I mean, he's getting a, a lot of Michigan State, Louisville, all these different schools kind of coming after him. Um, but I think Georgia will have a, a prime opportunity once they get him on campus uh which he won't come for an official visit uh, because he lives so close and he's been there so many times but he w- I would look for him to come back a couple of times probably for uh uno- unofficial opportunities maybe that cookout that we talked about late in the summer things like that but um overall jet uh Trent the offensive line class like I said is just a little bit a little bit murky right now still still looking for guys to kind of separate themselves but as jed pointed out having Monroe Freeland on campus uh, Really, you know, there's there's two things that Coach Coach Donnan has talked to me about recruiting over there. He says he said follow the visits, follow the visits, and just just see when those when those offers come to see how 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 it's playing out. So they've been on him early, and they got him on campus for an ov. So you got to feel like Georgia's kind of doing their job when with Monroe freely.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, you don't know what kind of recruiter. I get. I mean, Stacy Searles has been in the business for a long time, but like you were talking about with Eddie or earlier, you know, he he's the one that ex- extended the offer to Jimothy Lewis uh, Jr. Um, this past week. Um, it, you know, Stacy. He said he had not talked to Stacy Searles yet, so I don't know. You know, Stacy Searles might be that type of a guy to be able to sit down in a room and kind of. Um, show them on film uh, what their role might be or how they would fit into the offense. But uh, it doesn't seem like he's doing as much. Uh, and, you know, Coach Eddie's doing a lot of the reaching out and, and communicating, keeping that relationship going. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with this office lawn group. I think the key is being able to keep a Marius Mims um, on campus. I think that was a, uh, you know, it's almost like a five-star pickup. I know he's, I know he's on the team, but uh, trying to keep these guys out of the portal is, is big, but, uh, Keeping him on campus at that offense tackle position um, for the future, and, uh, and and Georgia's got some work to do uh, on the offense line. You know they got two committed, but I think trying to get Madden Sanker and uh, and guys like Monroe, Freeland uh, and and a couple more tackles, I think that'll be key for uh, Stacy Sarleson's class.
0: And the center out of uh, Kennesaw Mountain, Connor Lou, he he put Georgia in his top four. This weekend as well. Uh, he's been to been to Athens a couple of times. Here's that that picture uh I promised earlier. I'll go ahead and share it up on the on the screen for everyone. This is uh Deshaun Womack and uh the man Re- Ben Ben Botman would be happy with this. He's repping the uh the Maryland flag behind him there. He's from the, from the state of Maryland up there with the uh um being from St. Francis Academy, but you can see right there is Instagram womxck15. So if you want to follow that young man, he puts out a lot of stuff on on Instagram over there. But these photos, all of this kind of stuff, guys—that's what it's all about. In these official visits, they they come, they get the treatment with the the capstone project did you guys uh see that in our group group message they're already using that on official on official visits there was, it was jed was that a artist there at the university of georgia doing her senior project or something and yeah i mean hours an and
1: hours of, of work a, just a huge like a not even really a painting like a mural almost, yeah a mural of georgia football history just a very 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 um impressive about it wish i knew uh the girl's name or where you could find it but it's a really it's really really cool i don't know where it is but it's it's a really 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 cool painting
0: yeah and they're already they're already putting recruits in front of it things like that kirby and, and and others taking pictures in front of it so george is leaving no stone unturned when it comes to any kind of experience whether it comes to and that's a big part of this nil stuff right the social media aspect because those followers for these young men those followers organically turn into opportunities you know if you get up if they get up into the uh you know six figures hundreds of thousands of followers then that organically turns into uh influence influencer opportunities and things of that nature so it's all connected all these photos all these pictures and things like that so georgia georgia fans you know texas fans alabama fans of their schools following these prospects following these young men that's that's a big Big part of it as well. They they uh, they they pay attention to that. That's just the world that we live in now today with all that kind of stuff. So, uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and hit a couple of these that were on YouTube from earlier. Zach Watson said, uh, "Hey guys, love the knowledge and listen to the show every week um, from on the road. I'm a trucker. Would love your thoughts on defensive end from Valdosta uh, who just committed. Like to see hometown boys making it big. So he's talking about Gabe Harris uh, that that would be there." Um, you know, Jed, Trent, you guys have have seen him in person and and seen how how he kind of operates. You know, tell people about Gabe Harris and what Georgia is getting getting in Gabe Harris, who's already a member of this class of twenty twenty
1: three. Gabe Harris is a Chatera Uzo Deribe guy, really long, really explosive off the edge. I saw him at the Georgia Elite, a Georgia Elite Classic last November, and I think he had like three and a half sacks. He had another. Uh, tackle for loss. I mean, just absolutely dominated the game, was the best player on the field. And uh, moving from uh, Thomas County Central to Valdosta this year. Um, but, yeah, he's he's he is what Jadair Uzo Deribe wants at that position. And when you look at Jordan's outside linebacker group last year, they had Michael Williams, Darius Smith, C.J. Madden, Marvin Jones. I think Gabriel Harris personally, to me, is a little more in that Marvin Jones mold than Michael Williams. He's not as as big yeah. as Michael Williams. Um, you know, maybe more in that. Nolan Smithy type uh, not less like a Trayvon Walker or Michael Williams but uh, yeah I think he's going to be a guy that comes in and um and and, and will battle for for playing time right away or at least has the potential to
0: yeah I think the biggest adjustment for all these guys is just you know physically taking on the taking on the run you know sure. taking guys on on the edge like pulling linemen things like that uh, having to deal with big you know big, big tight ends all that kind of stuff but you know I think Gabe Harris has that frame that he'll he'll take to it, you know, like a like a fish to water so to speak and just absolutely uh do do really well for for Georgia and, and Trent you, you got to if you're analyzing the outside linebacker recruiting for Georgia uh it just continues to to trend upwards cuz Michael and Marvin Jones Jr could easily make impacts this year I believe even though you got Nolan Smith and and, and Robert Beale who are already there I think those guys are going to be really really competing for playing time and you know don't overlook what Chaz Chambliss was able to do last year as a freshman
2: yeah and you look you look for that drop off when you have those when you have those coaching changes especially a guy with, with like Dan Landing who's um kind of uh uh you know he he's been there and done that in this business and and you know he's pulled the Adam Andersons and the Nolan Smiths and um Jermaine Johnson who just went uh in the first round so i think he went in the first round he, did he drop He dropped yeah,
0: no Jermaine Johnson went in the first round yeah okay. but uh but yeah he
2: he pulled all those guys off the recruiting trail and now you you um you lose him and you think there might be a drop off in recruiting at the outside linebacker position but they're really uh i mean up to this point um, it's it's all been kind of steady at that position, you know. I, that I'm looking at that position, looking at, um, of course, the offensive line um, with with what Matt Luke, you know, is kind of a drop off from what Sam Pittman, which anybody would be a drop off from Sam Pittman the way he recruited in Athens those couple of years or those you know four four or so years he was in Athens. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at the offensive line, looking at the outside linebacker, and I think uh, you know, coach. I don't even – I'm not even going to pronounce his name because Jed, you know, he does the best job at this.
0: Uzo Deribe.
2: Uzo de Um, Yeah, he, he, there had not been much of a drop-off. Everything has been kind of smooth sailing at that position. And, of course, Kirby's on that side and helping him out. But I just like his energy uh, recruiting. Um, and I think the recruits kind of relate to that. And yeah, I,
0: and he's 29 years old. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got plenty of energy. He's got but, plenty uh, of energy.
2: But, yeah, I, mean, I like the way he goes about everything uh, – you know, on social media, he gets out there and uh, cuts up with everybody, and you know they're they're out there talking about rap lyrics sometimes. But shoe um, you know, game pros-
0: with him and Tamari and Parker, they're comparing shoes, which ones they're playing and which ones they're going to buy next.
2: Yep, and prospects just relate to that. Prospects like to uh, to to know, uh, you know, not only is are they going to get developed, but you know they're going to be comfortable with that that uh recruiter on campus. And I think he's doing a great job. Yeah, for sure, I, I think uh, now. Here's the thing, it's
0: there's a lot of excitement you see on on the vault, on the board, all that kind of stuff for Uzo Deribe and for Fran Brown, uh, yet neither one of those guys have really, you know, actually pulled one in yet, other than other than Gabe Harris, which was right at the beginning uh, in that transition period. So we'll see if it if it turns into two commitments, but you got to think with just the the opportunities that Fran Brown has opened up in the in the northeastern area uh of the of the country and also uzo de ribe with his time in Kansas and in Texas. I mean that's that's gonna open up some doors right there and also uh different different backgrounds, things of that that nature. So Kirby Smart's very calculated in and, and who he hires, why he hires them, that things like that. And you have to think both of those guys are uh, off to a really great start when it comes to recruiting for Georgia. So those are the official visits right there um, from, from the weekend. And we touched on that YouTube question. But without further ado, let's get to the questions from the vault. And our first one, uh, Jed, is from Mr. Sandbar Bathroom.
1: Yep. How would you rank these edge guys we are recruiting? Jaden Wayne, Maria Parker, Samuel Pimba, Deshaun Womack, uh, I forget his first name, but Adeboware, Quay Russo, and Gabriel Harris. Are we in it for Adeboware much more than what is reported?
0: Yeah, so uh, I saw uh, Adeboware there for the G-Day game. I mean, he was there. Uh, he's been there to Athens a couple of times. I think you got to wait to see if he – if he pulls the trigger on an official visit before it gets, you know, to, he and he, so he is coming he is coming. When, yeah, when, when is his official?
1: Uh, give me a second to look that up. He told me
0: when I interviewed him. Let me look. But he's coming later this month or later in June. I believe so. Let me look. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, if in fact some guys plan, if he in fact makes his way to campus, things like that. But we know that Jaden Wayne's already taken his. Tamarien Parker's gonna gonna have one to to Georgia. Uh, Womack's already taken his and Pimba you don't know if he's going to take an official or not Uh, Abdelwari is planning to according to to Jed and Quay Rusaw will take an official visit it's just undetermined whether that will be in the summer or in the fall for a game I would say if I was ranking those Trent I'm putting on if, if I'm trying to interpret Georgia's board I'm saying that you know, Jaden Wayne and Quay Russo taking, taking Gabe Harris out of the equation. Cause he's already committed. I'm saying Jaden Wayne and Quay Russo are the two biggest wants there. And then Womack is kind of nipping at their heels and, and in Pimba, obviously he's a five-star, but here's the thing about Mpimba: He's been more of a tight end type player at, at IMG. He's played some defense and stuff like that, but it's not been fully committed defense wise. So, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he transitioned into that. I know he's a great, phenomenal athlete, like I said, but there's just more proven experience when you, when it comes to those other guys on the edge.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I would, you know, pull that, pull that list back up. Did we miss anybody among that list? Uh, Jaden Wayne's definitely, uh, Jaden Wayne Russo is definitely, um, top of the list. I mean, Tamarian Parker is a great, you know, outstanding player. Um, I think he's a touch below those two for sure, and, and Womack. I think Womack and Parker, Mapemba, yeah, those two are right. You know, those those three are right are behind the other two. But you know, all five of them are. are you know, I, th- I think Georgia would be happy with with any of those. You know, two or three guys uh, at, in the edge. Yeah, and and Abadawari uh, is one of those guys that
0: uh, came on late. Right when he came on, when. Uzo Daribe came on. So he's one of those guys that there was a, a rash of offers that went out when uh, Uzo Daribe came on board. So we'll kind of like I said, you got to let that one develop. And all, I think you also got to see how things go. But here's the thing, Jed, I don't think you're gonna see Jaden Wayne or Quay Russo make a decision before December. And and I don't think you'll see Samuel and or uh yeah Sam uh and pimba make make a uh decision before december either
1: yeah and looking at the article i wrote about additive Adedab- Adabaware, um yeah i mean right here he georgia offered him on february 10th right after Ribe um took the job and his official visit is the second weekend um of june when he'll be back in athens and you know another thing that i have noticed i mean there's he's one of those guys and we've seen this with samuel and pimba too the there's a, an, an African heritage type thing that um, Uzo Deriva has used to relate to several guys. And we've seen, um, you know, guys posing with, with uh, national flags and some of these official visit uh, or not even official visit, unofficial visit uh, pictures yeah. out of war is another one of those guys. He really liked um, uh, he really liked Uzo Dariba when he was here. It's Oklahoma, Iowa, Northwestern, other schools locked in for officials. So, yeah, It's like you said, that's one of those ones where getting him back on campus, spending more time with Uzo Deribe, and obviously more time with the rest of the coaching staff, too. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I mean, at a he's I mean, he's a what high, high four star. So if he's the if he's number what five on that board or whatever you pulled up, I mean, that's a that'd be a pretty good quote unquote, it, it, uh, it just shows you,
0: as, yeah, you it know, just shows yeah. you the level of talent that George is right. going after, uh, at right. that at that position. And like I said, you got Gabriel, Gabriel Harris already committed. Michael Williams and, and Marvin Jones Jr. will be there once again. Chaz Chambliss is, is still there. I mean, they're they're going to be loaded for the next couple of years over there. So uh, that's that's they're very selective in in who they who they target and go after. And like I said, there is a there's a literal chart. Okay, there's a little literal chart of body type, forty time all this kind of stuff and it you've got to meet all the boxes and these guys do. And then after they kind of meet those boxes, then it's more going into, okay, how does the, how does the film look? You know, what's the work ethic like talking to people around them? How do they, you know, how do they treat others? Things, things of that nature. So it's a, it's a complete process. uh, But all of these guys hit those, those metric check marks that, that Georgia, likes to check off right at the beginning and and uzo Ribe is really really seeming to to find a, a type he likes there so uh, and we're great. not
2: even we're not even mentioning dare smith so oh yeah and
0: dare smith Daris, is a if you don't need
2: to
1: go on another Darius smith round i will it's been so long since i went on one <laughs> yeah i
0: mean <laughs> dare smith is just an absolute uh i mean i know the term freak is over overused in in football uh, now and, and recruiting things of that nature. But, um, I mean, he's as athletic as they come, uh, in in, in track and field. I mean, what, what he can do, uh, you know, what he can, what he can do with a basketball in his hand, uh, almost flat footed jumping up and and dunking. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, uh, how athletic Darius Smith is. So Georgia certainly does, will not be lacking on the edge department. All right. Uh, what's up dog, your thoughts on which player that might unexpected? Oh wait, this was actually this is a question from last week. I kept up there, so, so we'll keep keep that one. Go ahead, answer go with that
2: again. Arch
0: Manning. Go with go with a uh, pine tree there, Jed. I got to get uh, what's up, dog's no, question. I like uh, I hadn't updated his. Go ahead and get uh, Pine Tree's question Yeah, uh, were,
1: were you guys surprised the big scavenger hunt weekend didn't feature more 2023 guys? It seems other coming weekends in June have the bulk of the 23 targets.
0: I, I, I just think that because of how it lined up th- this year being, you know, last year, I think it was in June. This year it's in the end of May and and trying to schedule, schedule guys around spring ball and also with camps and stuff like that starting up. I just think it was kind of, get that get who you could get there i mean is that your sense of it guys
1: i mean yeah i guess but i mean there was still plenty of of top talent there i mean yeah, you of had official there. visits there <laughs> yeah i mean and you look at the 24 class too your top arguably your top well probably your top quarterback target now and Dylan royal is gone Jane davis was there yeah um, that's true. eric gibson uh, i mean shoot there was there was a bunch of guys there so I don't. I don't know. I don't think there's anything to be read into that. I just think it's like you said, Blaine. It's it's the weekend falls where it falls, and and uh, you get who you get.
2: You know, I think I think fans are so used to. I mean, I, I know you know Kirby's been here for a time, but you're so used to having that one big weekend. Uh, and, you know, a summer when when Mark Rick was here and stuff like that, and uh, you know that from the contact that I've talked to, they always said. Every weekend's a big weekend. Uh, yeah, you know, especially every during weekend. It's they, huge. They're loaded with prospects. And, and Unless they have, like, the staff or out of town one weekend where they don't have anybody, majority of the weekends, every weekend's a big weekend uh, during the summer, especially during, um, you know, end of May, June. So they're bringing in guys every weekend, and I wouldn't look much into the, uh, of, you know, what they did this past weekend because I think, you know, every weekend Kirby has the opportunity to – have prospects on campus, and, and, and you know, he's going to do it big. Every weekend's going to be big. And uh, so I wouldn't look much into that.
0: Yeah, and also, too, uh, you got to you got to think there's some strategy behind, you know, the guys they had on there and making those guys, making a Jaden Wayne know that he, you know, they're going to take time to spend with him. He's going to be viewed as very important. A Jaden Wayne in the 2024 class, let's say – Let's say something goes awry with with Arch Manning. Well, Jaden Davis is who they're turning to in that 2024 to be the next guy. So being intentional with him, even though it was an unofficial, things like that. So there's a strategy behind it and how they go go about spreading this stuff out. But I'll say this. Like I said before, if you're there for the scavenger hunt, for the cookout at the end of the summer or for the first weekend of official visits in June, it seems like now, those are three of the high water marks there for, for Georgia now. So all of those guys uh, should be viewed as priority guys. And like I said before, we've just crossed the 27,000 subscriber mark here on UGA sports YouTube channel. Really appreciate everybody doing that. If you don't already, it's free. Just uh, take that take that cursor down there a couple inches, hit this hit the subscribe button, uh, turn on the notifications. you get you listen to Roddy and, and Dane and, and coach Donan on Tuesdays, us on Monday nights, Paul Ben and the guys on Sunday nights for the call-in show and many many more things that are be, going to be coming as we get closer to the season in the season. We have the post game overreaction shows. Uh, so there, there's lots of good stuff. Um, to take in lots of content coming your way here from UGA Sports. So we appreciate everybody tuning in and subscribing. Here is the correct question, Jed, from What's Up Dog.
1: And it's still Arch-related. Imagine that. Um, (laughs) On a scale of 1 to 10, will Arch uh, sign with our dogs? With 10 being the best prediction, the answer will substantiate your credibility in the world of recruiting. So, Trent, you're the Arch Manning beat writer. You
0: go first.
2: Am I on mute? <laughs> yeah.
0: From 1 um, to 10. Oh, he just gave his number, but he was muted,
2: so we now
0: we can't do it again. He can't uh, say it again.
2: No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I don't like all this 1 through 10 stuff. Uh,
1: I don't know. About, what, is it over or under the amount of runs the Phillies have got on the board? Against I mean, they
2: got?
0: Six, I think, right?
2: Oh, a seven. Uh, I don't know. I'd take it maybe 6.89. All
0: right. I mean, I, I, th- I think that the chances, if you're, I, I look at it more in, you know, odds making and stuff like that, right? So I think Georgia is a, would be a betting favorite, in, in my opinion. So I just say it's, it's greater than, greater than five, right? Because, uh, Georgia's, Georgia's a favorite and you still, uh, as we, as we learned this weekend, you cannot count, uh, predict anything that's going to happen with Nick Saban. Uh, Or what comes out of his mouth. Uh, So, well, it's um, not helping him. I know that it may not be helping him, but who knows? Uh, You know, there's guys out there that say any publicity is good publicity, and Alabama certainly had a lot of it. So we'll see see what happens there. Of course, Texas is the big big threat to to Georgia there, but I think Georgia getting the first official visit. is a big deal uh for for arch i think a lot of people on the on the vault as i saw we're kind of debating back and forth does that mean uh whoever gets the last official visit i think that that is changing i think you used to want to get the last official visit because you left that last impression but now with the fast how how things go with with putting together basically plans for these guys and and also, you know, showing them what your school can, can do for them in terms of long-term and, and after football, things of that nature, nobody, arguably nobody recruits better on campus than, than Georgia does. So why not get the guy in there early and set the bar when you've only got a couple officials and you know that, you know, that Arch is only taking them to Alabama and, and to Texas. So, Trying to get it in there for so, not only is Texas uh, is Georgia going to be fresh on his mind when he goes uh, to 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 Alabama and Texas. I mean, everything will be compared to that. So
2: I think that's just setting trying to set the bar high. I I will say that when it when it comes to that Georgia did get the visit that they wanted the staff. So I think that's that's an important thing to look at. You know, Georgia wanted that first uh, that first visit in June. And that's what they got. So that's that's a um, that's big for 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 the Georgia and Georgia staff to to be able to get the visit that they wanted, um, you know. And then the other two fall behind.
0: Jenny's also going to be visiting with two of his better friends in in this entire class. When it comes to uh, Justice Haynes and Pierce Sperlin. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say.
1: Pierce too, and and that's the thing where. Every weekend's a big weekend, but that's the weekend where there's so many of these priority guys coming in. Like Blaine, I think it was you that posted that picture on the vault of last year, and it was what denial or no denial was already committed. Oh, I don't remember who it was. Denial yeah, was already
0: committed. But four out of the six guys in that right. picture ended up, and that was the big that was the big first weekend. And oh, yeah. I also I always like to point point back. Troy Bowles was also there for that weekend, even though he was a junior. Um, uh, Yeah, Yeah, so so you
1: you look at it, and it's and the thing too is when we talk about first visit, last visit. If Arch was committing like two weeks after that last official visit, that'd be one thing. But with with how long this recruitment could go, like he's going to commit what a couple months after this last um last official. So I don't think that would matter very much. Um, but like Trent said, Georgia's position where they want to be with the big weekend, and um, yeah,
0: and uh, that's 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 it. I will throw this out there. And for obvious reasons, I cannot say who, but there is someone that I had a conversation with that if there's anybody that would know about this recruitment, this person would. And uh, they're very, very, very happy, as Trent said, with the timing of of this visit for Georgia and the general direction of the recruitment. Uh, UGA Sports has been told multiple times by multiple uh, sources that – the Manning parents uh, Arch's parents really really like uh, Georgia uh, probably if there was such thing as a prohibitive favorite with uh, with Arch's mom and dad that that Georgia would would be it so you know who, who knows we'll see we'll see how much uh, that that holds truth but there's there's a lot of positive momentum in the in the arch recruitment and uh, with Georgia. Just getting one of those final uh, three officials, and you know we'll see. We'll see Trent it, what what all comes to fruition. But the fact that you know Jaden Wayne is—I mean, not, not Jaden Wayne, Jaden Davis—and uh, and other quarterbacks are coming there. You know they're having to ask that question, uh, asking about Arch and and if if Georgia's. Being upfront and honest, as we know they are being Jed with talks from Case and Wiseman and, and things of that nature that he's told us. I mean, they're all in. They're they're not they're not holding anything back. It's not like uh, kind of Alabama's doing with keeping Eli Holstein on the on the side burner over there. They're they're all in. They're they're all in on this one, and I think uh, that that having those guys that he's so familiar with and Justice Haynes and Pierce Spurlin, like we said, is, is a big deal in this first weekend. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I was looking for Trent to jump in there. All right. We're going to move on to the enough Arch Manning talk. All right. So, here we go. Uh, PA Dog 610. Haynes commits after June 3rd visit. True or false? I say true. All right. I'll let you all handle that. Said uh, he He said – no, PA uh, Dog said I say true. Oh, I, I wasn't
2: reading. I thought you said – I thought you said, uh, you said you said true.
0: No, he said true or false. I say true.
2: I, I'm going to say false, but – I, I don't think – I think it'll happen uh, – I mean, I don't think it's going to go too long, but I, I, I'm i going to say false for right after June 3rd. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, and Jed, go ahead before I jump in there. Well,
2: yeah, I was just going to
0: say
1: technically June 4th would be after June 3rd, but whatever. But, yeah, I think it's going to be after because I think just – I think he's going to take these visits. I mean, we were just talking – on saturday about how he he's taking this official visit to florida so in, instead of usc so i think that visit's gonna happen um I'm, I'm sure ohio state like i think the visits are gonna be taken do i still think he ends up at georgia i mean yeah probably but i don't think it's one of those things where he, he walks off campus sunday and is is calling the coach is telling him he's committing for it, he's getting in the car i don't think that's uh I was going to, could up be wrong? Sure. But that's not how I see it.
2: I mean, this is a kid who has ties to Georgia, could have committed at any time. And I, I don't think he, another kid that I don't think is just going to rush to a decision. I think, uh, even though I think Georgia is, you know, the front runner, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to take his, I think he's going to take his visits because why not? He, he has up until this point. Why not finish it off? And, uh, and then, you know, you can always commit to Georgia after those visits if he, if he chooses to do that. So, yeah. The only, the only,
0: thing i would say the scenario where you see that happening is like i said not only is pierce berlin uh tight with arch Manning, he's also tight with justice haynes i mean pierce is a guy who grew up in the atlanta metro area knows a bunch of uh those guys and even though he's in the state of florida now and he's a very persuasive and relentless recruiter right i mean he's going to so if if they have a great time you know really hit it off Dell mcgee and then put you know, the full court press on there with the official visit. Would I be shocked if Justice Haynes commits uh, at the end of the official visit? Absolutely not. But I also know enough about uh, the, the Haynes family and kind of what they're about and, and and how they how they operate that I just don't think they would go to all the trouble of rescheduling a USC official for a Florida official if they don't intend to take it. And, and then Ohio State has been – Right there, you know, head to probably Georgia's biggest competition uh, to date, you know, for Justice Haynes. So I would suspect that Columbus would would get their official visit. So I think it could happen by the end of the summer. Uh, I also think that that Justice Haynes, uh, regardless of what people's opinion is of it, one way or the other, he wants to see how this summer goes with baseball, and he wants to see, uh, you know, what his what his draft uh, prospects are like once he once he goes through this this summer what's he what's he hearing back from uh feedback on that end as well so we shall see obviously I I believe just like Trent and Jed that when you it comes down to Justice Haynes he's a Georgia legacy lots of lots of familiarity there Kirby Smart's like family to 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 those guys uh so would I be shocked to see him commit after this first weekend? Absolutely not. But I feel it's more likely that it goes into the late summer. Um, and uh, a little tidbit for you guys: he, he since he's moving to Buford, uh, I was I was told uh, by the Haynes family that that Justice Haynes will be playing some defense for Buford as well—a little, little uh, linebacker or strong safety action. So a uh, little little both two way player for Buford this this fall. Coach App, Coach Apps getting him a big time. Big time player uh, for the Buford Wolves. So uh, that's enough about Justice Haynes there. So we, like I said, a bunch of high profile guys. If anybody has any questions on the YouTube uh, YouTube feed, go ahead and throw those up. We had a comment from Jeff Hightoff uh, H- that said package deal of Hakeem Williams and Jalen Hill if we land Archie. Uh, it's Eland Archie. That's really impressive. He's like I seven. Say. I don't know that you want but, Archie right now. But yeah, but uh, Archie, Archie. The Archie. Yeah, but I I think Jalen Hill probably uh, is more tied to to Arch Manning maybe when it comes to comes to that um, being a, a guy from the state of Texas and and all everything that it goes on there with Georgia and Texas kind of going head to head. But you know, Haikim Williams, he's going out. They, they, there's you know percolating rumors about him in Texas A&M. So we'll see. I definitely think, uh Trent, if, if Arch Manning commits, it's going to get the attention of high-profile receivers, which ones, don't know exactly. Sure, there, there's different cases that can be made, but it's going to get the attention of high-profile receivers. The oil's not dry in Texas, is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. There, there's, there's plenty of. And did you know that Jimbo Fisher came out today and said only one of their 11 early enrollees has an NIL deal. Only one. Only one of those guys who are already on campus. He said that today. He said anybody, anything else anybody tells you is just flat out lies. Open I, request. I am here for. I want to see a Jimbo. Versus Nick Saban, like old school cage match, like Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes style cage match. I think that would be great on pay per view.
2: Would make a lot of money. We could get a lot of people involved. To me, to me, I just think it's funny how these coaches just keep saying, "Well, the school, you know, we had nothing. To do. We didn't pay them. Well, no crap. I mean, I mean, we know who's paying them. It's it's not the school. It's the yeah. it's who you. The school is getting them. You know, Dion's come out and said, "Well, the school ain't paying no million dollars." Yeah. Dion De- no. De-
0: said that. And then uh P uh, PFT commentator from Barstool said, uh no, Dion didn't pay anybody. He's we paid him about two point five million dollars, but but Dion didn't pay him anything.
2: So. I mean Barstool's made that very public uh yeah. of, of what of what they've done. So um yeah. Uh there ain't nothing the school necessarily the school's not coming out of pocket and doing something, but it, you know, I think they're working hand in hand, and then, of course that's you know, that's the reason why when you transfer somewhere else, that thing's going to go uh, void, But
0: Yeah, I, I don't understand how that the, these – I would like this, there to be record of all the contracts and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you get – when when contracts get announced in the NFL, you know, it gets put out on – you know, it gets put out. Adam Scheffner comes across, said, you know, so-and-so signed for five years, you know, $60 million, Here's the terms of the contract. I mean – if we're going to be doing this, then then we need to see the the terms and, and all of those things that are that are going on. Otherwise, if you don't have anything to hide, then what are we what are we doing? You know, I mean, not,
2: what is this Barstools deal? Is this a, it's a one year deal? Is it a two year deal? Because I mean, it, when when are you going to hit the portal? Uh, I mean, if you do choose to do, go that direction, so heck with Barstool, they could they could I mean they don't
0: who who cares? I mean, they could they could just say, hey, we just get exclusive rights to you all the way through the NFL or something like that, you know, like documentary rights. I mean, I could, and that would be if Travis Hunter turns out to be what everybody thinks he's going to be, you know, basically the, the reincarnation of Deion Sanders, that would be worth the money that because of what he would produce them on the back end. I mean, so some of these deals are warranted. Some of them are absolutely foolish. I mean, that those guys up in Columbus that ponied up the money for uh, Columbus, Ohio, that ponied up the money to get Quinn Ewers up there last year, and then got got held, you know, uh, you know, holding nothing. I mean, uh, that that was that has to make them feel sick for sure. And 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 there were still Quinn Ewers advertisements that he had filmed for some people up there. <laughs> still airing in columbus even after he transferred to texas so i just
2: wonder if that was the plan all, all along i mean you go up there you knew you weren't going to play as a freshman you collected all this money then you hit the portal and you went and drew another big deal oh
0: yeah i mean it, it, it's happening it's happening all over the place when it comes to these nil deals. now i will say this i think the amounts are highly exaggerated at sometimes and i think sometimes guys are using this climate to their advantage whether some of these guys that say, Hey, I've, I just got offered $300,000, dollars $500,000 to transfer. How do we know they got offered that? But all they have to do is say they did get offered that. And then there's pressure from the NIL community at their own school to work to match that, to, to keep them there. You know, uh, coaches, whether they want to admit it or not, have to worry about this stuff now because there's no. There's rumors that Jordan Addison out of Pittsburgh, who won the Belichick Award, that just went to USC. Rumors that it's three point five million the deal that that they the package overall package they put for him. Um, I mean, that's just asinine to me. That's more than like three times what what uh, George Pickens is going to make as a second round I mean, draft pick. The for Falcons,
2: the, the, the Atlanta Falcons, don't have a wide receiver making three point five million dollars. So <laughs>
0: collectively. <laughs> <laughs> you, put, you put all the Falcons receivers together; they're not making. I mean, he's probably
2: better than any of the Falcons receivers too. So, maybe. yeah,
0: maybe, maybe so. They, you know, hey, they got Desmond Ritter, so gotta be excited about that, right? Uh, but you know, there's lots going on when it comes to Georgia football recruiting. We got all these visits coming up in the month of June. You want to make sure you're tuned tuned into the uh, locked into the vault, uh, and that you catch all the comments coming out. Like I said, we're going to be Hitting the, hitting the ground, Jed's gonna be making visits to to people on uh, at their at high schools around the state of Georgia. Seven on sevens, we're gonna be going out to to these. So there's gonna be lots of information coming out. The month of June is absolutely packed. Uh, got uh, Jamal Jarrett coming in the in the second weekend of June. All those guys that we mentioned in the, in the first weekend. Um, so it's gonna be one at one weekend after another, just packed with big official visitors. Hey, Jed. When's the next rankings released? Uh I'll get back to you. And yeah, Jed, Jed's the the you know, he's responsible
2: for the rivals rankings. We don't up. have a lot of questions to answer on rankings Day. Over, yeah. uh, well, we fall. have
1: meetings. Let's see.
2: Meetings are next week. So, oh, so the following week.
1: Middle yeah. June. Well, I guess. I don't know. Mid June Hang on. We'll uh we'll give you guys a peek behind the curtain here. Cause I got to uh, I don't know. I don't know where the I got it written down somewhere because the meetings are about 23 and 24 but I don't think they're released at the same time. I yeah. don't know. I was
2: usually thinking it's around mid-June because it's right after camps.
1: Okay, so so let's let's see. So yeah, so the 23 class will be for early June and but the 24 ones will be late July. Gotcha. it looks like if I'm if I'm reading my little list here, right. But I think we're having the meetings all at the same time.
2: Jed May, national analyst. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: If you uh, if you want to try to influence those, Jed, can put his uh, Venmo account
2: out there. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah if, yeah. if anyone has any requests, uh, you got, you
0: got <laughs> nine days to get them in. So, <laughs> absolutely. So good stuff, guys. We we appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, like we said, there we had a lot of guys at the rivals' camps. We will touch on that real quick before we go here um Cameron Davis was there 2024 running back who's committed to Florida State wants to play both baseball and football in college I talked to uh talked to him Dale McGee is you know hot in pursuit there I mean he's not he's not giving up um I talked to uh Callum Fox uh who's a outside linebacker slash tight end. he's being he's taught uh, he's being been like
2: yeah. catching the ball
0: yeah and he's being talked to like I said by by Todd Hartley still. He's being talked to by uh, Uzo de Kirby Smart is is you know keeping his eye on him from what he said. We'll have an article on that coming out. Jed talked to in detail uh with Sammy Brown. You know, we'll have a, have another right, that article already went out today in fact. So um you know we got a lot of guys that we talked to at the camp. So any any other guys that, that come to me? oh I talked to uh, Jalen Crawford, a 2024 defensive back who's being recruited by Georgia, LSU, Alabama, others. So uh, there's lots of guys. Jed, any any stories you got coming out soon?
1: Uh yeah, there's a kid, Sokovi White, who actually was um very impressive as a receiver yesterday. He or on Saturday, he told me Georgia's recruiting him as a defensive back. Uh, so that kind of. Uh, I had to yeah, re- sure. re- rework my questions on the fly there, and then there's a kid from Brunswick named Devin Smith, outside linebacker, 24 kid, has been picking up offers like crazy this spring. He's going to be in Athens. I think he said the first first week, first or second sometime for a camp. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if if Georgia ends up offering, maybe not then, but at some point. Um, and he's a kid to um, you know keep an eye on as as his recruitment develops. He's blown up a lot this spring.
0: Uh, Tavion Gadson was a guy who fits that Uzo Deribe mold, right? Him and uh, he, he's more defensive lineman and maybe more of an in a, in a Vic Burley type, uh, type, uh, body, body type, but he's he's long, uh, creates good leverage. Um, he was there working out, looked good at the at the rivals camp. Like we said, on Henderson, an outside linebacker that we talked about earlier in the 2024 class from Leeds, Alabama. So again, the state of Alabama, the state of Georgia is just putting out a ton of talent. It seems like Georgia doesn't have to travel far to try to land their guys here, here in these last couple of classes. So uh, but guys, that's that's pretty much it. Be looking for all the rivals camp. Uh, fallout any recruiting news leading into the next uh, weekend of official visits and for jed may and trent smallwood i am blaine gilmer and we will catch you guys next time on uga sports rumors versus facts